Warning, the following podcast may contain language that some listeners may find offensive or confusing or intriguing. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the 3v3 podcast, your socially distanced hockey chat show. Here are your hosts, Cassie, Pat, and Patrick. Nothing like kicking off the show with a live in-game update. Uh, no, it's not from an NHL game because um, the league is more concerned with keeping the NHL network out of people's homes than, you know, doing good things. Speaking of good things, I just wanted to applaud Patrick and Cassie on last week's episode. Uh, no, I did not miss the episode for religious reasons. I just happened to be in a car about an hour out from, uh, from my recording equipment, but I just wanted to applaud you, especially that first 30 minutes, um, speaking on, you know, the subject of James Reimer being a moron and to that end, I think we could equally agree. At least two of the Stahl brothers, Eric and uh, Mark, are equally morons. They don't get it. They were given the public opportunity to speak out of their butts, and they did. <laughs> and I don't know what I can add to the conversation that you two did it. Um, I was pissed off in the moment. But, you know, the more and more these guys get dumped on, the more and more I, I hope and pray it affects their ability to get future contracts in this league. Um, yeah. I don't know what else we could add that wasn't said in the last seven days. Other than to applaud Brian Burke yet again for calling out Vichy Christians for what they are. Because mm-hmm. as I said last week, and I've said a number of times on Twitters, when a late 60-year-old heterosexual Irish Catholic New England born and raised white man is telling you you're an idiot, you really got to think about your religion. Okay? Just saying. So, yeah, just for me, just copy and paste last week's episode to this current slot, and you'll have the same discussion again. Yeah, you know, it's it's the uh, let's get our blood pressure up by ranting and raving about things that we ranted and raved about last weekend. Um, and I just want to throw out the disclaimer that, that we tend not to discuss these things and not because we don't have opinions and not because we're afraid of offending anyone, because frankly, if you're offended, fuck off. But um, because... We're recording at the end of the week or beginning of the week, depending on how you view Sundays. And um, we can't add to what everybody else has already said over the course of the past week. So, you know, instead of like getting our blood pressure up, which we've already done earlier this week when we read all the crap that came out, we just let it go and move on to other things. We've said our piece. If you don't know where we stand, please feel free to ask us. We will certainly tell you. <laughs> um, yes, we will. <laughs> so, um, as the car tires begin screeching as we 
change direction like that meme of the car power sliding to the off ramp off the freeway um can we take a moment please please and and give a standing ovation to one ryan hartman of the minnesota wild he this has sort of been making the rounds a little bit but i want to continue to signal boost this because this is just beautiful he was on the the as we like to as we like to joke and call him the state sponsored podcast for the Minnesota Wild team, their approved team podcast. And the question was posed to him: What did he say to Jordan Bennington to make Jordan Bennington lose his poop his pants the way he did? And Ryan Hartman said, "Keep at it. You're still in this." After they had just rung him up for four unanswered goals in like you know what was it ten minutes or whatever. So just that lovely little poke of of condescending, nothing offensive about it, nothing, you know, nothing profane, you know, nothing misogynistic or homo, nothing other than, you know, just that snarky, condescending, keep at this, you're still in it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is how you chirp. That is how you dig at someone you know can lose their mind over petulant little pissant things like Scrappy-Doo does. Oh, it was glorious to hear that. And it reminds me of, of um, oh, God, Tim Duncan used to just chirp people by saying, you'll get it next time, you know, when they'd miss a shot in basketball. Or, hey, keep at it, you know. Oh, that one looked like it might go in. You know, just that kind of stuff. That's just the best. Because it just, it digs at the egos. Oh, I was just, I died laughing when I heard that. Yeah, I, you know, you don't have to be insulting to get underneath someone's skin. As a matter of fact, it's much more satisfying if you don't. <laughs> You know, I don't do, I mean, yeah, I've never done name calling. I've never like insulted anyone. I just do things like that. (laughs) Like, oh gosh, that's too bad. Hmm, Next time. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, keep the family out of it unless the family has entered themselves into it. You know, there are always those times. Um, But for crying out loud, that was just, you know, if that's what set him off, that subsequently this was followed up by a, somebody posting an interview that, again, the state-run media for St. Louis, one of the reporters for their team and sat down with Jordan Bennington, who is, if you want to talk about an exercise in body language, boy, go watch that. Boy, go watch that. He wanted nothing to do with being there, nothing to do with talking to him, nothing to do with answering any of the questions. Wouldn't make eye contact, kept staring down and off into the weeds. And then when he gets asked about his teammates saying, you know, that the, the refs should have let him and Marc-Andre Fleury, you know, go out at that game. And, he, and like Braden Shen said, everybody was going to love it and this and that. He gave a mealy-mouthed, just non-answer, like he wanted nothing to do with it, which is, you know, prototypical of him, right? I'm going to go start stuff and let everybody else clean it up. 
I was just sometimes we just need to let the bad guys be the bad guys. Yeah, we do continue to say the hockey needs more villains. So there we go. Yeah, it, they don't need to be comic book villains. Because Lord knows hockey has plenty of white collar criminals. No. At the end of the day. But enough about the Arizona Coyotes. Hey, oh, <laughs> uh, they're a little more than white collar criminals these days. Um, a little bit, just a smidge. Let these guys be idiots. Let these guys be hated. There is nothing wrong with that. You know what it does? It only drives up support behind another opposing force. Well, and ultimately, you know- that would be good. The other thing too is people keep like lamenting the lack of of rivalries in the NHL, right? Like true rivalries, where you know the last true rivalry that was had was Detroit and Colorado, and part of the whole thing with rivalries is you've got to really seriously piss off the other team. Yeah, and, that, that primal hate. Yeah, you know you've got to really like. There's, there's got to be some, like, serious, like, hate and revenge things going on there. And whether that's knocking a team out of playoffs, you know, hurting a key guy in a key situation in a key game, um, just being downright, you know, ornery and nasty and, and you know, just, there's got to be that, like, that this visceral like hate going on there and we don't have that because everybody tries to be as bland and and normal well not normal (laughs) sorry (laughs) hockey players are not normal um bland i resemble that thank you oh wait despite your shortcuts it's okay (laughs) (laughs) you can function in normal society i don't know that half of these hockey players can in the nhl um but yeah, so so we're missing that. We don't have villains. We don't have heroes. We don't even have anti-heroes anymore, really. We just yeah. Now I have that song stuck in my head like everybody else, and uh, we need that, right? I mean, if you want a rivalry, you need to have the nastiness. You need to have the anger. You need to have the the people being like getting under each other's skin. To which makes me unbelievably unbelievably heartbroken that brad marchand left twitter yeah but unbelievably excited for the reason he did it (laughs) he did it for all the right reasons yes he did (laughs) which makes you love him even more but then you're like but it's brad marchand it's just god stop making me hate love you (laughs) it's just icky it really it just feels weird (laughs) That's all right. Boston will lose in the first round and we'll all go back to normal. Oh, he'll do something stupid again. I'm on the ice. And then we'll all go be like, oh, yeah, that's OK. We'll know that. And then he'll come out and say something afterwards that makes that makes everyone go, oh, and then we're like, God damn it. Stop being this way. <laughs> Just stop it. You know, knowing that they took away the two-factor authentication from you and that they were going to charge you for a, a blue check mark and you didn't want to get hacked is just like, oh, God, Brad. <laughs> Quit having common sense. That's like anti-hockey. I know. You're supposed to be just a just a big puddle of mayonnaise like all the rest of the hockey players. 
Thank God they didn't have any Russians on the Bruins on their Pride Night. Oh, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's what the three subjects I had. All right, good show. <laughs> yeah. Good job, good effort. Yeah. Team, team. Teamwork. Well, the Isabel Cup is, is going on <gasps> today. Yeah. The best hockey game to be played at Mullet Arena all season. <laughs> or at least probably the most legal. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Do we have a live in-gaming update, Pat? Not at the moment, sadly. Well, Quinnipiac like I said, I don't have NHL Network, and the one college game that's being played is in commercial break. Where Quinnipiac is leading one nothing over Ohio State, which has got to make no, some... no, 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 Isn't no, it no, no. <laughs> it's Ohio <Quinnipiac>. State <laughs> is leading Quinnipiac. I don't know. It's just another New England-based school. They pronounce stuff weird there. It's Quinnipiac. I got taken to task for actually putting in the extra I at the end and had to explain why. But uh, no, the the Isabel Cup game tonight is actually at 9 p.m. Eastern, and it's on TSN and ESPN. There we go. Toronto Six versus the Minnesota Whitecaps. Yes, I did see ads for that yesterday when I was watching the ESPN games. How about that? I know. I know. Be shocked. I was watching games yesterday because I really kind of didn't want to because I was afraid of having someone else do something stupid. And then to have Matthew Kachuk throw his own teammates under the bus was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Was he wrong? No. No. Yeah, you know what? That's my bad, Pat. I looked at the logos. I, I just saw the logo flashes, and I thought... Anyway, yes. Um, no, he wasn't, nor was Zach Hyman, who didn't throw anyone under his team on the bus, but just basically threw everyone who was saying no under the bus. So, you know, I said we were going to move off this subject, and what did I do? I just brought it right the hell back in. So, well, uh, you know what? They, they they keep doing it, though. It's it's this. <laughs> um, oh no, I lied. I did have one other thing. I was disgusted, heartbroken, infuriated, depressed, all of all of the all of the emotions on the gray side of of happiness that that under armor didn't bid. <sighs> Ten years. Are we shocked or surprised? I'm kind of surprised. I am honestly kind of surprised because they've they've got a loyal following within the players for a lot of their undergarments, like their shirts and their compression shorts and pants and stuff, and their training. You know, and a lot of their workout gear. I'm I am. I'm both shocked. As soon as I heard Nike wanted no part of it, they didn't even want to come to the table. And I think that's just more an indictment of the league and the sport mm-hmm. than anything. 
Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's worth Under Armour's time to go after the NHL. Now, what they should do, continue to grow, go after NCAA clubs. Maybe the new professional women's league that should start up in the fall. Go after them. Go after the PHF. Go what? Go after all things hockey adjacent to, but not including the NHL or the CHL. Do you do you remember? We're going in the wayback machine. When it wasn't just one supplier. Yes. Mm-hmm. You'd see the Oilers wearing Nike. You'd see the Flames wearing CCM. You'd see, you know, another team wearing Cohos. And I'm wondering if that's not the the monolithic supplier thing is just killing it. Well, it will. <laughs> it will by the end of this like agreement. <laughs> yeah. That, do, I think. <laughs> and do we get to the end of said agreement? And that was yeah, not, that's not what because I'm too. not because of anything involving or including the NHL itself but could we see this company that is a modern day uh, merchandising monopoly just fall under well they're kind of uh, or have they built enough safeguards to keep themselves alive another 10 years the the people that well the the people that sit there and throw out the well but they've been doing the mlb jerseys for nike for however long so you know they're just cutting out the middleman well they're also cutting out the safeguards because I guarantee you they may be subcontracted to Nike, but there's stipulations in those contracts with Nike mm-hmm. that say you have mm-hmm. to meet certain quality bars before you can slap our name on it and this, that, and the other thing. And that has been taken away from the Fanatics deal. So I hate to be the, you know, I hate to be the wet blanket in this scenario, but Fanatics has a awful reputation for quality. Well, no, you don't have to be the wet blanket because freaking everybody who's had to deal with fanatics already knows that (laughs) everybody it's like everybody everybody that i have ever heard talk to you know whatever everybody has had a bad experience with with this um company i have not heard one good experience coming from this company which you know makes them a perfect partner for the nhl right (laughs) it really does (laughs) I mean, they thought they were hosting a game of musical chairs and they laid out, you know, like three or four chairs and started playing the record. And then only one person showed up, it sounds like. And that ought to that just infuriates me. Well, I mean, it just tells you what the NHL's business reputation is right there. No one wants to do business with them. I don't think it's that, Cassie. I think it's 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 too much of a, a small potato. It's too, you know, it costs you too much to develop these sweaters. The sell through on them isn't as high, you know, you know, the fan base, you know, they're, they're sitting there looking at it compared to the numbers for basketball, baseball, and football. Right. Right. And, you know, and, and not just that, but these things, these things cost, you know, like two or three times more than a baseball, basketball, or football uniform. Just 
you know, they're trying to get into the sports card business. Well, that's going to be great. I do, however, like the the stipulation that I've placed in the contract. Every time they ship out a a sweater to a customer that has a misbranding of the player on a team, that player is then traded to that team. Sorry, <laughs> that's the rules. Live in game update. It's now Quinnipiac one. Oh, Oho State one. So I'm going to drop the I'm going to drop the I in the Ohio too. Oh, he is. <laughs> the Ojo. Ojo State. Quinnipiac. Um, the Ojo State. The Ojo State. Um, the Buck is. Um, <laughs> to everybody that's like, oh, you're still going to buy jerseys. No, I seriously, honest to God, am not. I'm getting my I'm getting my last two. If I can find them before this deal runs out and then that's going to be it. Yeah. I've been there's putting no off, certainty. You will find them. I've been putting <laughs> off getting like a Kraken Jersey for a while, but yeah. And I, yeah, this summer I'm going to have to do that. Well, I'm holding out for the winter classic one because I think that's going to be the throwback to the, um, totems. Mm, totems. Not Metropolitans? I mean, sorry, Metropolitans. I don't know why I said totems. Oh, I know why I said totems, because I saw someone driving around with a totem sticker on their car. Hmm. The, there's, or they still have the minor league or amateur yes. yeah, yep. totems. Live in-game update again. Quinnipiac now, too. And take a wild guess who scored for Quinnipiac. Uh, some kid of an NHL coach. Correct. Last name with an apostrophe in the middle between that and love. <laughs> Skyler Brindamore. Um, no, I, if I, he could actually play a game for the Oilers, he'll be the second NHL player I ever refereed. Oh, really? Yeah, um, Riley Stillman now of your Buffalo Sabres. Uh, yeah, they used to be uh, line mates together, believe it or not. Hey, they ain't my Buffalo Sabres, so go and say things like that. They're still mine. All right, they're yours, but they're not they, mine. It, and they're they're playing up to their reputation and making people cry because that's what Buffalo sports teams do. Correct. And they're they're playing up their reputation and making me infuriated because the black and red Buffa Slugs sweaters are not available anywhere for me to buy. Unless I want a Rasmus Dahlin or Jeff Skinner. And I do not. I want my Owen Power Buffa Slug. Red and black Buffa Slug. Yeah, I know. Trust me. Trust me. That one, um, the, the Vegas Reverse Retro Tours are not available anywhere. Anywhere. Those are the two I want. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's breaking my flipping heart. But you, for certain, can still buy a Jack Eichel Buffalo Sabres jersey right now. Yeah, I know. But you cannot find a current first overall draft pick. Of a new product that came out. Nope. This Nobody is why I tend to only buy things in the stadium 
when I can, t- you know, check out the stitching and all that jazz. I tend to buy mine from Adidas when I can. Um, either that or through Cool Hockey when I can. <clears throat> um, they, I, uh, the other, so uh, as I've made mention, um, I am going to order a, a Montreal Canadiens reverse retro 2 Montreal Expos throwback type thing and get 51 Johnson on it. Because I just have to. Yeah, you know, and you'll walk around in, in, you know, with that on in Seattle, and people will be like, "Ah, oh, that's a great jersey." See, they, <laughs> you'll get the people that that go, "Oh man, that looks like the Montreal," and he's got Johnson fifty one on the back, and they'll go, uh-huh. "Wink, wink," you know. Uh-huh. Exactly. You need to get a custom a custom patch made with his photography logo. Oh dear God, I would love to. I would love to. The the dead bird logo is just I you know what I think I I still have connections in, in the in the embroidery world so I might be able to find somebody hey, I bet you could yeah and I bet you could like network your way into getting that thing signed too I might be able to mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised by that you know lots of people or you know people who know lots of people I'm not sure which it's a little bit of both. Mm. I might be. God damn it. Okay. I mean, it's still not gonna. It's still not gonna top the fanatics jersey, you know, that was Spurgeon or Spurgeno, that Justin that he actually signed <laughs> as Spurgeno. <laughs> it's just God. God damn fucking fanatics. Um, by the way, go follow Fanatics Sucks because if for nothing else, you'll just get to see all of this in real time. Um, Wait, am, the, are you saying Twitter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At, at Fanatic Sucks. Um, and it's not just hockey things they're terrible no. at. It, it's everything. Literally everything. It's just yeah. hockey fans are way more online than anyone Good else. Good luck NHLers wearing those jerseys and ha- not having them fall apart on you before you get your next set. <laughs> oh, they're just making the jerseys. The equipment managers are, are taking care of the rest. Right. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for the screen printing to wash off, because mm-hmm. you know they're you know they're gonna they're gonna go to screen printing and not you know stitched on anything. So <clears throat> um, the the other one I'm kicking around and it is not it is not uh, an absolute as much is the um, reverse retro kings, the forum blue and gold and white with the crown on it. Those are worthy. You should get those. I like those. I don't. I don't like the Kings. Actually, I have no opinion about the Kings one way or another. But those those are nice jerseys. I kind of wish I'd gotten the reverse retro um, Colorado Nordique jerseys. Though. Yeah. I have many. I have many regrets for non buys. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> not. I. But I don't have any regrets for buys. I just, I'm trying to see if I'm trying to, I'm trying to come to grips of if I want another Byfield or not, because I've already got the, um, the throwback where they had the old Chevrolet logo, <laughs> which they actually wore those last night in their game. You know, the, when they, when they rebranded themselves, when Gretzky came to town, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they did the white throwbacks with the Chevrolet logo 
I already have my buy field in that one. And I don't tend to buy two of the same player. And there really isn't anyone else in the Kings. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I want his sweater. So that's sort of where I'm like, Mm-mm. But now are you talking about jerseys that already have the name and, and stuff on the back? Because you could probably like pick an older player that's retired otherwise if you're just getting it put on. No, I I can get it customized, right? Right. But it's like I'm So trying, you should you should get a Roji you should get a a, a, a Roji Vashon? Yeah, Roji Vashon. But see, I'm I'm not that guy. You know, oh come on, I, with the crown and everything? I know, I know. Trust me, I know, but I but I would probably I would probably have to go dig to find somebody else on that team because I don't like to go for the obvious players too often. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean if you look at my collection, it's Milan Hayduk, it's Ryan Klo, it's Ryan Smith, it's Leon Dreisidel, it's it's Quentin Byfield, you know, it's those type of players. Right. It's not, you know, you can look through the stands and everybody and their dog has a Sackick or a Forsberg, you know, or a McDavid. Right. I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I had the money, I would be doing that with like game worn and not and oh, yeah. nothing else. So like if you're, if it's going to be a big name player, I want a game worn jersey. I don't want. But of course, I have the money for that. Who does, right? Drop ten thousand dollars on a game worn Forsberg jersey? <laughs> I wish, but <laughs> that's never going to happen. So, <laughs> Coho, size forty-eight, Philadelphia Flyers, Peter Forsberg jersey for two hundred dollars. Nope. Is it authentic? Oh, I can't. But <laughs> will I? Probably not. No. Um, is it authentic? I think I know the company that makes those because they basically they basically had to license the Coho logo and everything, and they're actually pretty good quality. Oh yeah, this one seems to be in good shape. Um, it looks fairly legitimate. Fun fact: was, the uh, the the last game I saw at the Meadowlands was. That Flyers team with Peter Forsberg playing Jersey. <sighs> and then they moved to Newark. My hockey son. Meanwhile, I'm out here trying to find a, a, a Ryan Miller St. Louis Blues jersey. Give me the rarest and weirdest, most obscure <laughs> things okay. that, that you find at your local... TJ Maxx, your local oh. Marshalls, your local what can I find for, you know, $25 off the rack at a discount store? You're talking about one they actually made. See, I was going to oh. say, if, if, you want, if you want the esoteric complete dig type thing, you get a Messier shark sweater. Yeah, but then I gotta wear Messier's name. Okay, Ugh. well, uh, uh, um, the other, the That's other. Just dig, sticky. Well, the <laughs> other dig you can throw at him is then you get an Ed Belfour shark sweater. Now you're. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's a little more palatable. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, <clears throat> those are fun. 
fun, fun times. And I know there's probably a bunch of people out there going, shut up about the Messier and, and San Jose thing. You've been <laughs> into the ground a number of times. Yes, he was a shark, okay? Give it up. <laughs> I was I was watching a game last night, and uh, P.K. Subban, during period intermission, one of the rare times I actually turned the mute button off, uh, was doing uh, doing his fashion review of huh. various players. Uh-huh. And uh, Messier is just like looking at him like he's, why would you criticize people like that? You know, you're not going to make any friends doing things like that. <laughs> oh, like, dear God, man, have an opinion. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. I, I don't know about that, Messier. I had a Twitter account that would say otherwise. <clears throat> yeah, every time, every time PK does that, I die a little inside going, you ever watch someone else doing your bit on national TV? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right even down to the telestrator, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Need to contact him and see if he needs a writer. Because he actually he actually responded to a few of the old Thai quips. So you know, every artist is a thief and a magpie, apparently. <clears throat> yes. Yes, they are. But it's I'm like Tom Hanks's quote, something, if you're not stealing from, if you're not stealing from everyone, then you're stupid. Yeah, <clears throat> but I, I'm not bitter, <laughs> angry in the least. Yeah, Why you should. Up naturally like this. You have, you have your background with the thing. You should, you should offer your services as someone who has an education in fashion. And the background and the hacking, too. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I like to tell people mm. my hat wasn't always white. There was definitely a. Uh, NHL player two color in my hat for a while, <clears throat> which could means it was you know either either surface asphalt gray or gunmetal gray or dark charcoal gray or charcoal charcoal gray or lightly burnt charcoal gray. And, you, know. uh, you gotta give me the color values. The names are meaningless. Uh, RGB values. The- Wait, what? No, let me give you the let me give you the Pantone color numbers for these. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's you know it's it's basically like the inverted walking into a Banana Republic store. No, no, that's not white. It's ecru. I'm sorry, that's eggshell. No, it's not. It's it's sand. <laughs> okay, great. $65 U.S. for a signed Vinnie Le Cavalier Flyers jersey. Are um, you kidding? I have a. 40, I already. <laughs> I already have a signed uh, Vinny LeCavier Lightning jersey. That was not my. That was that was not my. Uh, um, how can I say this? I was not the one who wanted to sign. Wanted it signed. Others wanted it signed, and they arranged it so that it could be signed. Let me put it that way. <clears throat> Cassie, this is a flyer sweater. I mean, it's not a king's sweater, but it's it's. it's I would rather the king's. I'd rather the king's one. No, because then you can go get a tasty cakes patch and throw it on the front. (laughs) 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 Oh, I love that! I've also found for three hundred and twenty-five U.S. a. CCM apparently game worn Jason Arnott jersey. Edmonton Oilers blue. Uh, eh. 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 
Exactly. <laughs> and I like Jason Arnott. But, I did too, you know, but... But not for that price tag. No. No. Find me a Colby Armstrong Montreal Canadiens sweater signed by him. Because he doesn't even have his. <laughs> <clears throat> Poor guy. Or, or you could get one and then get it signed. Yeah, I'd feel I'd feel awkward about asking for his autograph. <laughs> or you could you could just give it to him as a gift. <laughs> yeah, but I I couldn't. He already has one, but it's not. He wants the ones that he wore. Because mm-hmm. you know, he's got a wall full of them, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he does have his Thrasher sweaters too. Including the the ugly third. With the, I liked the third with the yeah that's I that asymmetrical thing. Yeah, that was me projecting, and I know we've had this discussion before, and I apologize for that. It's okay. It's okay. It's you know you have opinions. It's fine. I loved it because it made people angry. Just as a fashion thing or style thing i actually like asymmetrical stuff but i you know that's not for everybody the the wabi sabi is not lost on me i love the beauty and the imperfection the beauty and the imbalance um it's got i mean one of the things they do teach you in design and architect and and graphic design and everything is there's you know there is a there is a right way to do imbalance and that actually that if you make everything too symmetric, it it loses impact because you're not jarring. It turns generic. Yes. Speaking of uh That's why like really attractive. Go ahead, Go ahead Cassie. Uh, I was just I was gonna say, say that's why really attractive people so attractiveness is based on symmetry and like really attractive people in a way look very bland. It's it's the imperfections in like people's features that actually make them interesting and more attractive. Personality types, but anyways, you were saying. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> I have found one of the most um, non-symmetrical jerseys out there. Uh-oh. I can't tell if this is legitimate or not. Oh my but god. Hey. <laughs> A Gordon's Fisherman era Zedano Chara oh. Islanders jersey. The manufacturing quality looks so bad, it has to be real. <laughs> well, you have to also take into consideration that the if if you've got like threads and things popping out, it, and it's an authentic jersey, it could be game worn. Oh, bye now. Thank you. <clears throat> well, that's off no, the market. I don't have an account. <laughs> Shut your pie hole. When I say bye now, take me to a PayPal page, please. Oh, dear God. Oh, that is awfully glorious the logo is small enough and it's the garden era's fishermen but it's when they took the quote-unquote feedback from the fans and they still use the garden era wavy 
colors, but then slapped the old logo on it, and the old logo was too small for the new sweater. <laughs> oh, dear God, that is awfully glorious. No, that actually, that actually looks the like The timing a fits. Yeah. The timing fits with his, his rookie season. Yeah, that looks like when he would have worn that number. Yeah, and given that the crests always came in one size, and the equipment managers were the ones that had to sew it on, yeah, it checks out. Yeah, that the double stitching up this boy, way to get in the weeds on this one, Patrick. (laughs) The the double the double stitching up the left side on that back shot is very indicative of a CCM. Yeah. Across the body and up the sleeves. It's very indicative of CCM. For those who think that these guys are going off the rails and thinking this is a little nutty, when you're buying jerseys, if you've not been a jersey buyer in your life, you have to pay attention to those kind of details to make sure you have what they say it is. <laughs> it's, you know, you got you to gotta know so that you're not being, like, taken in and, and paying a lot of money for something that is not actually what's advertised. Oh, okay. So your day has peaked, is that what you're saying? Um, no, he's ruined my day because now I'm going to spend the rest of it looking for a couple of other ones that I've sort of bemused that I really wished I had in my collection at some point. And just whether it was because I would, didn't have the disposable income or didn't have the ability to get anywhere near a place that actually sold them. Cause we've got to remember back in, back in my day when I started collecting these things, we had no internet kids. <clears throat> so I had to find a hockey shop somewhere and it was generally in Vancouver. And Is it dark ages. Yeah. So when I'd run up to Vancouver to make my, you know, monthly or bi-monthly music and, and hockey equipment runs because good luck finding any good music down here. Um, <laughs> plus a lot of the can plus a lot of the Canadian artists, you know, didn't have distribution in the States. So yes, that's a first stop would be one of the hockey stores. And then of course, because it's Vancouver, your choices were generally limited to Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver. Good luck finding any, you know, any Buffalo or, or Edmonton or, Calgary gear in Vancouver. But anyway, God, Pat, you've ruined my day. Thank you. <laughs> and ruin, I'm, st- and, I'm, still, I'm still working. Yeah, I can, I can tell. <laughs> I, you know, as as you are a hockey player, I can hear the gears squeaking in your brain <laughs> over the microphone. <laughs> this was not intended to be a, a everybody bag on Pat. We... <laughs> Hey, no, he, I was expecting that to be it. last week, honestly. Nah. You had your release. You had your you had your reasons for not being here religious or otherwise, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to publicly go with, we'll accept publicly. <laughs> um So and if they never if they never release them, because it does not appear that they have released them for sale. The Vegas Reverse Retro 2.0s. I have not seen anything anywhere about them being available. If they never release them, I'm going to 
absolutely lose my mind like Jordan Bennington. Because the one, the one that I want more than anything else on the face of this planet at this point is a reverse retro 2-0 Vegas with the glow in the dark and Philip J. Kessel on the back. This has been the 3B3 Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at 3B3 Podcast. We're available for NHL consulting at reasonable fees.